0: Happy Holidays and welcome to Witch Police Radio, episode number 106. I'm your regular host Sam, and this week I sat down with Kevin Strang, the drummer of the Winnipeg post-punk band Pop Crimes. He's also the proprietor of the Bonzer Records label. Uh, for this episode we selected songs based on the randomly generated banana theme, and if you want to hear more episodes of the podcast, go to witchpolice.com, where you can find the previous 105 episodes available for free download and streaming, and we're also on the actual radio on 101.5 UMFM in Winnipeg, on Monday nights at 11pm. We're going to start things off with my personal favorite Pop Crimes track, which is called The Fly, and it's from their recent 7-inch split, which is also on Bonzo Records. Enjoy the show. In John's basement, because John's not here, but we're in, what, is is West, West Broadway. you call this? Yes. Yeah, yeah. West Broadway with uh, Kevin from Pop yes. Crimes, yeah. and uh, happy to have you on the show, or happy to be in your apartment uh, I don't doing know. the show. My pleasure. So, um, yeah, I mean, people probably, probably know you best from the band Pop Crimes, but uh, you've yeah. been in a lot of bands. Yeah, no, yeah. no I, um, um,
1: there was a while when I played in a bunch of, like, punk and hardcore bands. Um, there was one called Modern Problems that probably yeah. did the most recording. Um, but I played in a few other ones that had, like, demos and stuff. It was kind of like the, the later 2000s. Yeah. I was pretty active with that. Well,
0: and I guess the first time I met you, we were kind of playing in a band, sort of. Oh, yeah, it, no, that was with, um... With Gross, Gr- or whatever, yeah, whatever, it was yeah. Gross, and then there was another version. It Some, was, like,
1: at the Skull and Renge fest. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was, like, a one-off night. It was, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah.
0: It, we played, that's true, we played in a band. I so think it. we only played a couple songs together, because there was, like, two versions of the same band that played the same show or something. Yes, I remember that. No, that was the
1: summer where I was playing like. Five
0: bands, which is kind of nuts.
1: But Pop Pop Crimes is like it's nice because it's just
0: the only band I'm in. Yeah. So well, that makes sense. Just I mean, you guys just finished a big tour of the states, right?
1: Yeah. Well, like this year we went on three tours. Oh, well. Okay. So yeah, we went um, from Winnipeg to New York, and then up to the Maritimes and back through Canada, and then back up through the Midwest. So we didn't go through Northern Ontario. Okay. And then um we went from Winnipeg to Vancouver, down to San Francisco, then back up to cool. the interior, northwest, up to Calgary, and we played Sled Island. Oh awesome. And then um just in November is this pretty? Yep. Got cool. Uh just in November we went down to Austin, Texas and back up. Oh, right on. So yeah, it was cool. It was a. it
0: was actually a pretty sweet tour.
1: The first two ones were longer ones, like twenty plus dates, and this one was only ten. So it was like kind of it
0: was doable I guess
1: yeah it was it was more relaxing and um better planned like it seemed like we kind of refined the whole touring right. thing to make it actually like work for us cool like kind of got us got ourselves on a daily schedule and stuff so but no it was cool it was fun and it went well first time we was good could, yeah, we, yeah <laughs> with the gas tank money we came on top nice so paid off some debt nice so which was nice
0: how long has it been been around because I remember I mean, the first time I heard you was really when that tape came out, I think. Mm. And, uh... I,
1: that was... That tape was... I had joined them three months before, I okay. think, that was recorded. And, um, it was kind of like a Spinal Tap scenario with drummers. And they had, a, like, a couple of drummers. And basically it was just drummers kept on falling through. And then I had nothing on the go with music stuff at the oh, yeah. time. And so I, a friend of a friend, or like a friend of one of the guys in the band, suggested that we talk, and then by chance I ended up in their house that night. Cool. And we were, ended up agreeing upon stuff. Yeah, and then it went well, and since then we've done like a recording a year, and like, like, like a release a year of some form.
0: We have the 7-inch, right, and then you
1: just split as well, right? Yeah, that... there's the tape, the 7-inch, like the Digital Dream Radio I won, and then, um, the split with Willworth from Toronto. right. And um, then we just did a tour tape for this. So there's two tapes. Yeah, I think I saw there. that on the internet. You had to yeah. It. yeah it's and cool. um, yes, yeah, so I'll give you one of those before. Cool. I have some, I have a bunch that's of awesome. them. um, But no, so yeah. And then we are going to start demoing for an LP right away. Oh, right on. So that's like our, like, I think within the next few weeks we'll be getting going on cool. that. And then, after, <laughs> like essentially we want, we want to like, Record it entirely ourselves, and then, and then figure out the actual recording process. Yeah. It's kind of like, and and like, it's been a while coming that we have we've been a band without a full length record, so it kind of makes sense to, like, focus on make doing it right. So if we can hit any hiccups, yeah, before entering the studio, why not do that just in our jam space? So, or actually, we're recording at a, a vacant house.
0: Oh, that's a cool idea. Yeah,
1: so it's, like, we'll actually be able to do, like, isolation rooms and right stuff on. like that, which is
0: cool. Oh, yeah, actual so, literal, literal rooms, I guess. You know, you yeah, so it'll be, like actually, cool. like,
1: actually, like, make a pretty decent quality demo cool. of, like, whatever the full length would be. Yeah. And then approach, like, studios or engineers and labels and stuff with... To do the re- the real... Quote yeah, to do, yeah, 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 essentially it'd be, like, this is what we would have to offer. Oh, that's cool. So Yeah, and so, I'm like, I, I, I think it should do well. So, it seemed like...
0: Well, you, you guys know, seem to be, I mean... I don't know how your tours have been, but I mean, you seem well, to like, be doing. Pop, I mean, in Winnipeg, your profile seems to be rising a little bit. I
1: mean, it, it seems to be doing something. Winnipeg's a tricky city, but like, yeah. you you can only do so much in it. But like, the tours are improving. Like the first one went better. I mean, the second one, but what, second one went better than the first, and the first yeah. one better than the second. Let's, I mean, I mean, and the third one better than the second. But um, also, like. Thankfully, we've been pretty fortunate and met some pretty awesome people on each one. So that way, the next time we go back, we'll be able yeah, to Yeah, you have connections. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So in terms
0: of like venue hookups and I stuff. I guess that's like how that. it works with anybody doing the amount of touring that you guys are doing, where you just... Well, yeah. Like, every time you come through, you, you have new fans and new connections. Yeah, like and,
1: we really, as a band, we weren't in a position to put in an LP. Like we went through a lineup change and it kind of... Like when you, when that happens, things change. Yeah, and you also, gotta like, kind of
0: start from the beginning. Of yeah, the like course. we had
1: to like write a new batch of songs and stuff so once that happened so but no it's kind of what we've been playing is most likely going to be the content of the lp cool so like for the past few months of shows so it's like yeah it's i like and then after like to be honest like in terms of like a review of the tour in terms of how we played it i thought we were doing pretty fine yeah yeah like there was no there was a few hiccups here and there but there was nothing like there was no consistent problems or anything like that. and No tomatoes being thrown in or anything? Yeah, night. like in most of the nights, the the, the the songs all went well. Cool. So, which was cool.
0: Cool. Well, I, have, I do have more I want to ask you about that and about, and about your label mm. as well. We'll get into that. But uh, if you haven't heard the show before, the way it works is we have a randomly generated theme word. We just kind of push a button on the computer. It gives us a word. And this week, we're stuck with banana. Yes. So uh, we're going to be picking songs that relate to the theme. Uh, I don't know how you felt about finding banana songs, but...
1: I, when I thought of the term banana, I immediately thought of the the adjective bananas yeah. replacing um, a
0: not certain, the fruit so much. Well, no, yeah,
1: exactly. Not the fruit, but more of a saying. Yeah. So I um, I thought about the amount of there's there's always a lot of records where there's stories that are just these crazy stories yeah. where uh, a record exists under these like crazy circumstances. So there's a few months. seconds. i I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna talk loudly while I walk away from the microphone.
0: And he's in the next room getting yeah. records. <laughs> okay,
1: number one crazy record. Yeah, Here's... let's
0: start with the first one and yeah. then we'll uh, yeah go from there. Um,
1: <laughs> this was the most listened to record on the Pop Crimes tour. Okay, it's um, this guy named Conrad. And what it is, is we recorded in 1981 or 82? 81, initially. And it's a dude who's an organ guy. Okay. And he... At the time, like, basically, a lot of the lyrics are... Um, I don't even know what song I should play off of this, but it's just so... It's nuts. I'll play Alien. But essentially, the guy is obsessed with quantum physics and okay. aliens and stuff like that. Sounds good. And it looks like like... I'm I'm almost, I'm almost certain like this record is definitely the direct byproduct of acid, like the guy's eyes on these pictures yeah. are just like massive. <laughs> so it's a um, a pretty funny record, but it got reissued, and they actually have copies at the Dubdish Picnic Record Store that I that I. Have I think we it. should
0: talk about that again a bit later too because yeah, that's for sure, actually,
1: yeah. yeah, no, that 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 story is like definitely what's up. But yeah, I'm gonna play the song called Alien off of here. Cool. Because it's like the most badass song on it. The and also, the new reissue comes with these like, the first thousand of them made comes with this seven inch That's that cool. only comes with this pressing of it. So, if you want it, come to the Dub Ditch store.
2: of their eyes, and when they are deceived, they sit down and cry, you're really not a chicken, cause you learn wrong, Children of the future, don't get burned, alien, my brother, One of these days, the dream's not yours and you're lost on her place. are really not a chicken, cause you learn wrong. Children of the future. Don't get burned!
0: Alright, that was uh, definitely bananas. Yeah. See it was absolutely it. bananas. Yeah. No, that was
1: Conrad Alien. Uh, That's cool. Y- you can get copies of that at the Dubditch Ditch Picnic Store on Albert Street.
0: Right, and people who <coughs> listen to the show regularly have actually heard about the Dub Ditch Picnic Store because we had Chris on the show oh, yeah, uh, yeah. a couple months ago. I know, uh, yeah, D- help death, him out. But, uh, I mean, you, you, you're involved with the store too. Right? I, yeah, I just
1: kind of help him out there a bit and, like, um, just kind of be a. Extra hand around the store, yeah. and just be a contributor to helping. Like, um, quite often when people say they want to stop by there, it'll be people that like either I or the other volunteer tailor from the Zags, who's also been on our show. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just kind of like our friends who want to pop by there will come and shop there for a bit, and like, well, we'll we'll go there and hang out once every like week or so. Yeah. Just to kind of have extra store hours, and like then we, I don't know. It's cool. It's a pretty sweet place.
0: I, 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 regret, like, I, haven't, I, haven't even been there yet. I can see it on the internet all the time these pictures. Like oh, I want to check that out. I want to check that out. I just it, haven't. It, just have to it keeps getting better. It seems like tool. it. It seems like it's growing and makes, like it, yeah, it's, so much it's, cool it's stuff. A, it's a store <laughs> that kind of
1: operates as a niche. Yeah and like it and like it, it's funny cuz it, it it seems like it, it's heavily involved in internet operations. Yeah like essentially a lot of people will just put records on hold and then come and look but when they come and look, they it's they this pretty. Stuff but no, it's like it's yeah, it's like they it's come they come and look, but it's actually like a record store, like it's a right. full out record store, not just some guys yeah. little room. With so people, it's yeah. like you see what's coming in, so you see the holes, but you yeah. come in and there's like actually awesome stuff to browse through. Well, like this
0: kind of thing too. A lot of it, yeah. from what I've seen on the internet anyway, seems very much in this kind of vein. Not not necessarily musically, but in terms of like stuff you're not gonna find. Yeah, like it's pretty. Like
1: Chris is good at ordering in niche records yeah. and like. And like the last record I got with from him was Institute from Austin, and they're kind of like an updated anarcho punk band. Okay. Like kind of like a Crass records type stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, he has stuff like that, and then he has um, like stuff like Conrad, which I just played. He will get. A, he has a ton of like Pink Floyd bootlegs, a bunch of jazz records. Um, you'll have stuff like Rational Youth box sets and yeah, yeah. Like, an old Canadian, like we yeah, we
0: actually one of our first episodes ever. We played a song. Uh, Rob did actually a song by Rational Youth, and yeah. it turned out like a week later, a friend of mine who's in a band, a bunch of bands in Montreal, uh, ended up hanging out with one of the guys from Rational Youth. Yeah. So we had this weird, like it was a weird connection. It was like we, oh, okay. I, it was the first time I'd ever heard of them, and then like I, I hear the song, hey, this is cool. No, they it's have sweet.
1: a at the at the Dubnest Store. They have a Rational Youth box cool. set that has a live on Winnipeg OP. Oh, really? That's there. awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. No, but apparently they toured a fair amount. Which is pretty sweet, because, like, out of that era, there wasn't that many bands from the East coming West. Yeah. So, like, it's pretty, or at least from my observations, that's what I'm saying. And
0: I imagine it's yeah. probably hard to find that stuff now. I mean... Yeah, like, you know, it's yeah. true.
1: Like, it's either, like, blogs or, like, yeah. ex- extremely expensive box sets. Yeah, for sure. But, <laughs> yeah. No, it's not that bad. It's For what you're getting, it's, it's completely worthwhile. It's, like, I think $200, but completely... Which you, you're getting recordings you aren't going to hear anywhere else yeah. from like yeah. a classic Canadian art
0: band. And the type of person who's going to buy that is probably the type of person yeah. they, like that's what they want. set yeah. the buyers yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's cool. And then you have your own label Bonzer. Yes. Yeah. And is that is, are the Pop Crimes records coming out on Bonzer? Um, uh... No, not really. No. Uh, it's just
1: Bonzer is kind of my. I, I've am the type of I'm the type of person who spent a lot of I've spent a lot of time looking at records on the internet. Yeah, I do that too. And buying yeah, and then buying records on the internet. See, I don't do
0: the buying part. I, I can I, I have a weird phobia about buying anything on the internet. Oh, so mo- I I look at the records. I like will sit there for hours looking at records I want to buy, and then hoping that I'll find them at a store, which just never happens. But mm.
1: it never does. No, you got good records at stores though, but it's like a different category yeah. of records. There's like the internet records and then the store records, and
0: the store records are always something you didn't know you wanted, but you just stumbled upon. Which yeah. I, I love that. That's no, that like, you
1: know. yeah yeah yeah. Stores with like good quality yeah. used things. That yeah. Just like when you flip through, the you didn't even been, know you even,
0: yeah. you weren't even, in your mind. Extreme yeah. Noise is good for that in yeah.
1: Minneapolis. They're awesome. They have like a used seven inch wall where you oh, walk cool. in, but like they all of their quality used seven inches. Or no, they're behind the counter and their good quality used LPs yeah. are behind the wall. So it's just like. The type of records you would consider dropping fifty bucks, about, right? Fifty right. bucks on, just right. kind of like appear on the walls there. Yeah, and, it's and you like just every, yeah. every time you go there, it's just like, ooh, yes, yeah. yes, I'm, I'm, gonna do that. Yeah, but no, um, no, it's uh, Bonzer is doing good. It's we've done, or just me, um, <laughs> I've done two seven inches so cool. far. I've done a seven inch for the party dress, which are kind of like, um. They're kind of like a Danger House style, like garage rock punk band, okay. um, but they're from Winnipeg, and they're pretty new. They're about a year or two old now, as a band. But they put a, I put this seven inch is basically the the seven inch I put out for them is basically their first three recorded songs, and then um, since then they've done a bunch more, and they are currently upping their recording like ability to record. And, um, yeah, I'm probably going to, I imagine I'll be doing something cool. again for them in the future. I've talked about it with them. Cool. Um, but then I've also done a split single in between Pop Crimes, which is my band. Yeah. And then um, Willower, which is um, Andy March from Crosses. I okay. like Cross with three S. Yeah, right. right yeah. It's his solo thing. And um, it's just kind of like, a, like a, a side thing he does every now and then. But it's cool. I, I, I dig the record a bunch. Um, yeah, I think it sounds good and looks cool. I mean, it's been, like, it sells its shows pretty cool. steadily, which is neat. It didn't get a bunch of radio play or anything. Like, our first 7-inch, the Pop Crimes, yeah. like the one that we saw for as a band, it did pretty good on the radio. I don't think DJs play split singles Maybe a lot. Not, yeah. And or if they do, they don't really register them as they don't know how to like list right, them. Right, because so both bands. Yeah, yeah, so they just don't list them if they do play them. But no, like the I don't know, it's, it's going pretty good. And like on the past tour, we sold a bunch of copies, cool. which was sweet. Or, um, like I don't know, I just bring a box of records on tour and just kind of sell them. Um, but um, yeah, and then I have a tape release coming up of nice. uh, for Cold Catcher. Which is Cam Popham from Under Pressure. Okay. It's like his solo noise thing. And he's, well, he's always been involved in very abrasive sounding acts. Yeah, yeah. So this is just kind of him doing like more of a, like a, a very focused approach to abrasiveness, but like cool. through just instruments. Cool. Which is which is pretty neat because he's either a bassist or a singer in most of his things. But, um, so that's coming up, and then I'm doing a tape for Atomic Dawn and the Black Sun. Right? Oh, right on. And also, I am involved in the upcoming century Palm LP, which is um Paul Lawton from the Kedamines and Mean Tykes. okay. Um, it's his like new band with people from the Zebras Ears. They're from Toronto, and uh, that record it's I'm for sure going to be a player in it when it comes out, yeah. but are involved in it Not a player. It sounds really popular. Yeah, it does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm not that I'm not that serious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're that sounds, yeah.
0: money bags? Yeah, it sounds like I'm
1: really intense as yeah. a label. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Well, maybe that's the impression Shug you want to get. Shook Knight over here. <laughs> yeah, over. yeah, for sure. Um, I don't even know what that reference is. Um, <laughs> but, but I do know who Shook Knight is. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, yeah, no. But no, I'm going to be involved in that when it comes up. But they just put out their first tape EP. And they're a brand new band, and they're going to be doing a 7-inch on Hozak Records from Chicago. Cool. So, I'm going to be, yeah. So, essentially, I'm going to be, like, one of the Canadian people involved in the pressing of their LP. I think
0: one of the, sorry, I was going to, no, that's it. I was going to say, I think it's kind of interesting that, I mean, the way it works now with people being able to start their own labels like this, and, I mean, you're a one-man show, pretty much, right? And you're putting out vinyl, which is really cool, because, I mean, I know a lot of people, I mean, I haven't been in a band in a few years, but when I was in bands, like, that would have been amazing. We just ended up hand-dubbing tapes ourselves and photocopying the covers. Yeah, totally. And yeah. it seems like, I mean, the internet has a lot to do with it for sure because people can, I mean, you can get it sold a lot easier, right, than, than if you're just playing a bunch of small shows in Winnipeg. But how did you, I mean, what goes into actually putting on vinyl? Because tape Completely is one thing. losing but, a ton of money. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I figure I figured <laughs> yeah. that, yeah. No, uh, it's,
1: it's, it's basically you figure out you figure out how you interact with the bands then you figure out how you're going to actually get the sound yeah um that you want it to be and then you figure out how like the plant and that was the most like each each city has its own yeah. best option because of location yeah. like just because it it kind of sucks because there's such a shortage of record pressing record pressing plants but um there's such a demand for it. Like yeah. Honestly, like, if anybody were to start a pressing plant, they They'd would make automatically be a, a huge success. Yeah, for sure. But do you have but to get like, all the old equipment and everything? Yeah, ready? apparently it's all caught up in Detroit, though, because okay. that's where Motown was. Right, So, right, like, right. all the old equipment's there, but oh. since it's Motown equipment... They're like, not they're, selling it to anybody else, or...? Well, if they were to sell it, it would go for super yeah, tons, yeah. because it was all the stuff that pressed all the Motown vinyl. But, um... That said, there's a lot of people experimenting with different ways of pressing stuff. But, um, no, uh, so, but no, it's, it's gone pretty good. Like, it's, it's cool. Cause like now is a time when like people can get involved and the way they are getting involved is different. Yeah. than it has been ever in the past like you see a lot of multiple label releases yeah 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 and like yeah there's a the European version of the record and yeah like and like, yeah yeah but all it is is like they're pressing a thousand copies of the record yeah. and each label gets their mention on the back of the cover yeah and for then, sure like it goes there so it's the same and, record yeah. yeah but like maybe they get different colors or what have you but yeah. like <clears throat> that's ideally the what the form the scent of the form of the century palm up he will be um, but that's all in talk still. Cool, but um, no, like you get a lot more stuff like that, like a lot of more collaboration between labels, just kind of figuring out the best way to make it work. And the idea, like personally, like for myself, is like the idea was that if I was going to be releasing records with Pop Crimes, I figured that as like in terms of breaking down an active band, there's the touring, writing, and recording, yeah, and. Uh, like our touring, slash performing, and then writing and recording, and if I figured if for recording and releasing records, if that's that's an art in itself, so for sure. I figured why not try and fine tune that and get better at
0: it. So, but well, no, it helps your your band too, right? If you well, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't intend on coinciding. Like, since the band is like we're all pretty like stubborn individuals, so it's just kind of like. Dealing like with the, like a separate interest, yeah. Like, I, it just like I, it wouldn't be appropriate. I would find, so like I would, I'm not saying it'll never happen, but like I don't want to do a full length for us or yeah. anything. I would way rather somebody else do that.
3: Cool. So and that's the hopes, anyways. Okay.
0: Well, yeah. back on the banana theme, I think we should yeah. uh, get back to some songs here. Um, I thought of a bunch of stuff. All of the things I thought of actually have to do with the fruit, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um. So uh, one of the first things I thought of, it actually doesn't really. Relate to bananas, other than the fact that the guy says banana in the song at one point. It? Uh, it's called Elo Cubano by the band Orishas, which is a Cuban hip hop group. Oh, yeah. And I, uh, I got into them first. Um, this album came out in, I think, '99.
3: Yeah.
0: And I got into them first uh, around that time. I, me- I remember reading something about them in a magazine and thought it sounded cool, but this is kind of before the internet was what it is now, you know what I mean? Like, so I, had, I ended up having to go to a record store and just listen to it. I found it at the HMV that used to be an in place. Oh yeah. If you remember that upstairs in each place and I, uh, I listened to it on the earphones there and um, I thought it was really cool so I bought the record. I still, I still have the CD, I still have it. And uh, I mean, I don't speak Spanish very well. I, yeah. I understand like the, you know, the basic conversational stuff so I don't know what the hell they're talking about in a lot of the songs. Um, this song, as far as I can tell, is like basically, um, I read a translation on the internet and it's calling it like the Cuban way and it's basically kind of their introduction to what they're all about. And uh, this was, they somehow got hooked up with a label in France. Mm-hmm. And that's how they ended up getting international. Because I mean, in Cuba, you're not really gonna yeah. people are gonna hear it, right? So it's it's like it's like you know, '90s hip hop, but combined with traditional Cuban music. I so absolutely. there's three MCs and there's one guy who does like kind of the son salsa vocals, uh, kind of it kind of ties into in India. So the hooks are all very very traditional, and then there's rap on top in Spanish. Oh, cool. So this song, he mentions Banana, the, the singing guy, very briefly in one point, but it's the person that I thought of when I thought of Banana. So it doesn't really fit, but you know, like we try to do on the show, any explanation is a good explanation. So this is Alo Cubano by Orishas. <laughs>
4: de Chewam, ¿dónde están los de la nueva generación? Son y mira, ponte en el fuego de la acción, con presión de la lírica, mística, chica. la rumba ha comenzado con anga, flaco pro, el negro yorubá y Uruguay, hijo de Guac, candela, escucha como suena, no hay más na. sonido fuerte, ardiente y pegajoso, sinceroso te destrozo, mi flow que calma sin fatiga a los nerviosos, con mi conexión, controlando bien mi lengua, pegado hasta el techo, quiero que lo entiendas. dicha como un imperio voy a construir yo hoy te dejo mi tema como mi emblema se finir no, no te diciendo dice el mundo pa la valla de oriente hasta occidente gritamos a la batalla mi gente entalla y como el chas que te desmaya ay, ay, ay. y te me calles
0: From Cuba. Okay. No yeah, I like the flute sample. It's pretty yeah. cool. I,
1: I, you, you should see the music videos. Yeah, you know. it's, it's yeah.
0: If you, if you liked listening, to that definitely worth seeing. It's ridiculous. Like, 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 late nineties. Yeah.
1: Set on beach music videos.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, these guys like they they seemed. I mean, I, I guess like world music was the thing, right, at that point in time. Like was sure. those guys doing Latin yeah. stuff and doing. Like, it was the onset of the
1: internet too.
0: Right, right. So yeah, so this kind of. I think this album was actually pretty big. Like, it was on a European label. Like I was saying before, yeah. somehow they got hooked up. I guess someone went down to Cuba and heard them or something. And uh, then they put out a record after this, which was called um, Emigrante. And it one of the guys was not the band anymore. I think it was the singing guy. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember downloading it. You know, again, early days of the internet, Napstered yeah. it or whatever. And it was not anywhere near as good. Like it wasn't. Uh, but uh, this this one is cool. I, I don't know if it's still around the, anymore. The but, sophomore kind. Yeah, 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 like yeah. But this is still a cool album. I mean, they a lot of the songs are actually. Like just straight rips of um, t- like classic traditional Cuban songs. Like yeah, they've just reworded the, the the hooks or whatever, and then you rap on top of it. But it's cool. I mean, that's like a
1: common practice for a lot of. It is right? right, but this
0: is it's weird to hear yeah. it in in a non Anglo kind of sense right? Well, you know?
1: like like you think of a lot. <coughs> Sorry, like you think of like a, lot of, a lot of rap albums have like, it's like sampling oh eighties like yeah. definitely eighties like funk definitely jazz definitely. So this is just so
0: sampling like forties. Like Cuban culture. Yeah, added.
1: exactly. Like yeah. It, the, the the like the idea of like palimpsest and like yeah, layered meanings via like over rewriting on for top sure. of st- significant things. Like for sure.
0: Yeah, it all comes into play. And I always felt like I wish I understood Spanish better because um I imagine. I mean, you know, for all I know, this could be straight up just party music, uh, but in Cuba, you can have an interesting perspective yes. just because of how Cuba, how isolated Cuba is, not from most of the world but from the states and there's like a very yeah. big tension there and they're playing you know essentially American music with their own spin on it yeah so I, I mean uh, the politics of it are probably cool but I yeah. I don't have enough of a grasp on the, the yeah. to. there's some some lyrics are in French which is kind of interesting because it's like guys rapping in French with Cuban accents it's like a hybrid yeah because I guess they, they, the label was in Paris or whatever and so they had the uh, to appeal to that audience and that's all about beaches and partying and stuff the French stuff so
1: yeah, Could be we also have to think like Parisian labels were probably a very big thing involving the colonies too, because yeah. when those were around, and like I don't I don't know like I don't know my history enough, but I know that like Paris, like the French had a lot of colonies, so there yeah. record labels that were active at the time when like early rock and jazz stuff was coming. Yeah, up, like they would have been actively involved with stuff coming up from there. For that. sure,
0: yeah, that's a neat thing to think about.
1: Yeah, like yeah, like kind of. Well, I'm I'm thinking that this is a lot of cultural byproducts
0: there. Well, it, it reminds me of I mean Jamaica and Cuba are right next to each other, and if you listen to the early like '50s Jamaican ska and stuff, yeah. it's all based on American R and B that they were hearing. They would go, I mean, some of the guys who started the early sound systems would go to 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 Florida, bring home a pile of records, and then like scratch the names off the record so no one would know what they actually were playing at the dances. Mm-hmm. And so people were just hearing all this cool American stuff they no clue where it came from and then that developed into their own version of it. And I'm guessing the same thing happened here, not with the hiding who it's from, but I mean, you can, I'm sure you can get Miami radio stations in Cuba. So yeah. they listen to hip-hop and like, this is like their own expression of that. So it's, yeah. it's the same thing, but it's... Well, filtered. it's like different it's,
1: like, cultures inter- interpret and interpret yeah. and like different yeah. phenomenons.
0: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's cool. I mean, I'd like to hear more Cuban rap. I haven't. This is really the only. Uh, that, that was my my first exposure yeah. to it. I mean, I guess I should have looked. I mean, I've had this tape or CD for I don't know how many years now. Ninety nine, <laughs> coming up on like we almost coming up on 20. How how,
1: yeah. how much can you honestly look
0: into things? Well, the internet, I guess, could look into whatever. Well, yeah, at, it's is
1: yeah. true, but like you have to be in the right mindset. Yeah, yeah. To so look, anyway, that to look into Cuban rap. There was
0: one line about banana. <laughs> <laughs> that was the connection, but that yeah, was yeah, the. It was actually not the first thing I thought it was The second thing I thought yeah. of. I'll play the first thing I thought of later. But this, I figured, it was a good time to that whole
1: banana thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah th- I mean, the themes are always fairly loose. Should, should I should I do a banana? Yeah. List? What do you okay. What do you have for your next one? Cool. One second. I um. Oh, he's left the room again. What is this one? Okay. I got one
1: now. Okay. Um, Condominium. Thug from Minneapolis. Okay. I'm going to tell you a story about this record. I do Not a story, just a a general... My introduction to condominium. Okay. Um, Condominium is from Minneapolis. They have been putting out records for a long time now. Um, They have probably about six or seven, seven inches out. And a full-length LP. And... The amazing thing about this record that I find is absolutely bananas. This is the the, 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 the connection. Yeah. yeah, is that um, the record? The seven inch they did before this came out on Sub Pop record. Oh really? And essentially, they were like, from what I've been told, is like they were getting the offer that essentially, like, comparable to like what Mets would have gotten.
0: Yeah.
1: Like a, like a full out like here's the big fucking sub pop offer. Yeah, of, yeah. Like, no, like the big deal. And, um, they basically were just like, no, I just want to do like, let's like, let's just do a seven inch. Oh really? And, um, we'll book our own tour. If we need help, we'll, we'll get in touch. let wow. see what you can do. I don't think it
0: happens very often to sub pop. No, not, not
1: much at all. Yeah. And like, that's a pretty intense move. Yeah. But, um, I, this band has consistently grown. They've consistently put out their own records. Um, they do get other labels to put out their own records sometimes. Um, but any record that they've put out for themselves, I'm pretty sure they've repressed at least once. Um, but this is their new one. And first off, that the whole fact that this record came out self-released after the band just told Sub Pop... otherwise like that's pretty that's pretty bananas (laughs) um then the the drumming on this record alone i have been watching this guy play drums since i was about 19 or 20 years old and he is absolutely mind-blowing to watch and has been one of the biggest influences for me as a drummer are they still around yes yeah this is like a brand new like this record came out earlier this year oh cool um matt Caster is his name. He is in Minneapolis, and he's one of the main Midwest recording guys. Their drummer is also in a crust band called Zero. Um, Condominium. One of the dudes was in it was in from in the Formaldehyde Junkies. Okay. And their drummer was in a band called The Agenda, who played here a bunch. And the Condominium has actually played in Winnipeg consistently Hmm. since they started.
0: Well, I guess Minneapolis is close enough, right? Yeah, and
1: they're like one of the only bands who has kept that up like all along. Hmm. And like, well, I guess they're one of the only bands from Minneapolis who's been around that long who's been coming to Winnipeg. Yeah. But um, yeah, they, they they kick ass. They kick ass live. Cool. I don't know the next time they're coming here, but they're definitely worthwhile. But this song is called Thug. It, 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 it's off a record called Thug, and you can get it from the band at uh, if you Google if you Google um, Hello Tomorrow Blogspot Condominium or any association of the words hello tomorrow with condominium this like the ability to buy that record should come up on google and i would recommend it
0: Right, that was pretty cool. That was condominium.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, that was condominium from Minneapolis, and that was absolutely bananas. It was bananas, yeah. How yeah. So that band, it, essentially, in 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 reaction to sub pop, yeah. uh, op, opted to self releasing records.
0: I'm almost surprised that sub sub pop like, even went for that kind of sound now. I mean, it, it wouldn't have been twenty years ago, but just, lately, well, it, they, you, I don't know. Like the, apparently, it was um.
1: They flew out to a feed time reunion show. Okay. That they played in Minneapolis, like, when they were doing a few reuni- reunion shows in the States. Yeah. And, um, the condominium was opening for them, and they flew out to see them and mm. talk to them. And, but no, like, like, the, the, the apparently these guys were, like, not rude to them or anything yeah, like that. They just wanted like, to do their own thing. But, like, from right off the hop, they were just, like, well, like, thank you, like, that's sweet. And yeah. Like. You yeah. like, here's what we want to do. We know it's a lot, like, a lot different than you thought. But, um, I, I don't know. I I just appreciate it. And, like, they're a, an influential band for me from the past few years. Cool. So, yeah, an active one, too.
0: Yeah, that's that's good. that's good, especially yeah. cool, yeah, for sure. So, so how did you discover this? Like, how did you come well, up with Well, no, it? they came to Winnipeg a bunch. Oh, but you my actually, own, yeah, my yeah, old right. band, Modern Problems, played right. with them okay. a few times, okay. too. So it was like, one of those things you picked up a record of the show, and then the next time they yeah, came out? Like, yeah,
1: like I, like, I would see them... Like, well, no, I heard them before I saw them, and then they came to Winnipeg, and then I played with them in Winnipeg, and then I played with them in Minneapolis, and then yeah. I played with them another couple times here. Cool. And so I just kind of ma- managed to somehow see them on an on-and-off-again basis yeah. for the past, like, eight or nine
0: years, or whatever it is. Cool. Yeah. I think a lot of my favorite weird little tapes and records and things that have our bands that I played shows with, like... Yeah, yeah you and just then, kind like, of—I mean, you must get that with touring too. You must see bands a lot. Yeah, of like you
1: never know where like good stuff comes yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty—it's pretty funny, but yeah, no, it's true.
0: So, does then, does Pop Crimes have any uh, any shows planned before the end of the year, or are you guys no? Thinking?
1: We um after this past
0: tour, we've just kind of um. Well, you've done a lot of touring, I guess, right? Just, so yeah,
1: and like we played the with Viet Cong here at Goodwill. Oh, that was in, the for in, opening at Goodwill. Yeah, yeah, in late October, but um. No, we don't have anything planned for the. Yes, we're just like rest of the. year. We're just focusing on recording. Cool. We're essentially like demoing everything right now, or like a, preparing to demo. Yeah. Like yeah. we we just got back like on this path like a week ago yesterday, um. So we're just kind of. Aaron was playing in a Neil Young cover night.
0: Oh, the thing and, that happened to the time change.
1: Yeah, he played. Um, he was doing a band with people from the band Ultra Mega. Oh, right on. And then people from JD and the Sunshine band yeah. doing um, American Stars and Bars. Cool.
0: I think I heard about that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they put
1: that um, on Friday and
0: Saturday. It's a weird choice. American Stars and yeah, Bars.
3: Yeah,
5: it's
0: <laughs> no,
1: like I don't know, like I have the
0: record, but it's it's a weird choice. I, so. I don't
1: know that one too much. I, I I I like some of the weirder like offbeat new young yeah. stuff. Yeah, it is. It's pretty bananas, you could say. It is, yeah. I could have brought
0: a trans or something here. With I, guys, I have trans. I love it. I have it too. Should, should we
1: it. should we do a banana song off trans? I don't know.
0: You got we got a couple choices left here, so we got still got some songs. Um, I, I maybe. I'm down for trans. Uh, the best thing about trans is how it starts with that one folky kind of uh, Neil Young that, typical style, and then all of a sudden it just goes yeah, bananas. We, with
1: we uh, should do one second. I'm going to bring trans. All right, up trans is good. Always
0: a good time. Let's too. talk now, about trans. I'm always into talking about that record. I love that record. I think it's unfairly maligned. I think people at the time maybe weren't ready for it, and they kind of shat on it for that reason, but, I don't know, it's like, probably among my top 10 Neil Young records, and he's got a lot of albums. But yeah, it's great, it's great. I like the backstory behind it too. I don't know the backstory. He, uh, well, his, two of his kids have cerebral palsy, right? Uh, the younger one, his youngest son, <laughs> he's like, uh, nonverbal. He's mm-hmm. in a wheelchair and everything, and uh, at the time he was born, they had to, Neil Young had to take a break off music, him and his wife had to take a break off music, to pretty much be in this really intensive program for learning to communicate with him. Yeah. And this is in the 80s, right? So this is all through, like, very primitive kind of computers, and they had this really intense, like, months and months, every day, like, hours and hours a day, working with him because he could he can't talk, he can't so, like, do...
1: like the idea of Transformer Man. Was very right. All, all the songs are yeah. pretty much
0: about... I mean, and there's a lot of really, really repetitive stuff. Like we are in control, for example, is like super repetitive, right? And a lot of the songs are, and that was because he was just super focused on doing the same routine every day, over and over and over again. I didn't know
1: that. And I his knew, his that, I knew, I knew that this, like his children were in that Two of them, like, oh, yeah, condition, yeah. but like I didn't know that. that yeah, was, and that's and that's why he did all the vocoder stuff
0: because he was listening to computers all day. That's cool. To talk to his kid, yeah. So I did that, his, and I like the album so. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we can listen to something. What, what about Transformer Man? Transformer—it's a cool version of Transformer Man because, like, uh, have you heard the uh, the unplugged version of that? He's done like a folk version. Of I think I have, and it's just still really good. I also really like the version of Mr. Soul on here too because Mr. Just, Soul, all, good, all uh, anything from this is good. We listen, uh, well, no, good.
1: Uh, but I I can't remember that one. It's honestly well, bad. Mr.
0: Soul is one of his kind of classic songs. He wrote it when he was in Buffalo Springfield. Like, it's one of his. Let's put it on. Big hits, but this is a cool version because it's very electronic. That's a good idea. I'm down for listening to uh, Trends. So this is Neil Young, uh, Mr. Soul from Trans. So that was very uh, spontaneous, Mister Soul from Trans. But yeah, yeah, that's an awesome album. It's, it was, it's, it's absolutely yeah. bananas how yeah. Yeah, awesome it is that very album. bananas. Yeah. yeah, it's a good, uh, good connection to the theme. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's unfairly maligned. I think it's I think it's got really cool songs on it, and uh, people. Well, no, it's a sweet one, and. Um... It kind of gets lumped in with those records because, like, I mean, he went from um, reprise to Geffen for a while. And then he's kind of the story is that he like purposely tried to get out of his Geffen contract by releasing stuff they didn't want. Yeah. No, so and this is an this. obvious example of this, and like he did that weird uh, like rockabilly album and stuff, and he did like they want another Harvest, and he gave them this. Yeah. <laughs> and like I think that's
1: why a lot of people. It's it's funny though because uh, the ha- the way how I heard of any of the songs from this yep. album was the Constantines. Yeah. Um, they did a split LP. With the Unintended, which okay. is the dude from Eric's Trip. Oh, really? Okay. I'm forgetting his name right now. Rick White, or okay. something yeah. like that. Something. I know like which guy you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, like the main dude from that band. Yeah. Um, but uh, or like like the main songwriter that wasn't Julie Brown. Like right. It's kind of the right. like two, the two of them. The male one, yeah. I think it was Rick White was his name. I m- I might be mistaken there, but um, it was a Constantine's Unintended covering Neil Young and the Unintended covering Gordon Lightfoot. And oh, wow. Well. So very Canadiana LP. kind of, yeah. Yeah, and um, the Constantine's covered Transformer Man cool. on there. And did was, they do it
0: in this style? or did they No, it,
1: came, it was very, like, very much, like, they kind of, on that LP, they kind of made it like a Constantine's type Oh, yeah, song. I guess that's what they're going to do, right? I mean, but, but, like, no, the other songs, they, like, they very much held true to the thing, and apparently they actually have a cover, or they had, it at some point, a cover band called Horsey Craze, that's pretty cool. That was, that was like the cool Young band. cover band in yeah. Toronto for a while. Yeah. And would, they were known as like the Constantine's doing huh. Yo Young songs. Oh, it
0: was actually like an ongoing thing. Yeah,
1: like that was like a way they like made money. That's cool. For a while. Like,
0: I guess like, people would go see that, right? Like, no, like, totally. It's, it's a Nyo huge Nyo young, deal.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like why not do like 10 shows like yeah. that? Like makes complete sense. Huh. Like, yeah everyone loves me and like the amount of neil young cover bands that are around like it's yeah. pretty cool
0: like it is yeah well neil
1: young is pretty cool he's
0: one of the few guys that i will still <laughs> check out every single album he puts out like
1: that and, uh, there's a lot Americana? of people or what was it
0: called? That, yeah that was that was a weird one with all that was a that. super weird <laughs> super i think i was saying yeah. weird except for yeah.
1: it just wasn't really that good but yeah like, it wasn't it, was that like, happened, but it wasn't yeah, it wasn't great yeah anyway. i got it was that. a cool idea though like, the idea was i really got i super. got that i got two copies of the show free with the tickets yeah 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 The show where apparently the Sadies opened. Really?
0: Yeah, but they
1: played before the show said that it was going to start.
0: That's happened to me before. I remember going to see Pearl Jam in like 2005 and uh, who was opening? It was someone awesome was opening anyway and like I got there thinking I'd be there to see the opener and they already finished no this was like yeah no exactly like I think this happens at all these big MTS Center shows. yeah like, I didn't even know the Sadie's were playing then yeah they heard they were playing and and it's right? like, oh that's apparently cool, right? they play with Randy Backman too. really yeah, yeah like he came
1: out with them huh. I, like, I like the Sadie's a lot yeah good band. yeah for yeah. sure no, it's true yeah yeah I've
0: seen <laughs> Neil a couple times live and he's awesome like he's just unbelievably awesome it's, yeah. it doesn't even matter what kind of stuff he's playing like I just yeah. he's, he's pretty cool dude. Yeah. yeah yeah but yeah I'll check out I mean every time it a record I check it out and there's a very few bands that I do that I mean Usually it's bands that I've listened to for a really long time. Yeah. But even those bands, like I mean, I mentioned Pearl Jam. I stopped checking out their new albums a while back. Oh, you can. You <laughs> like can I help. used to. I used to do it, and then even I was like like
1: keep, keep hopes up so
0: much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. diminishing returns every time. But yeah, it's like but, Napalm Death. Are they even still around? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. It's not on Brandon a couple of years. In Brandon yeah. likes metal. They like metal in Brandon. They, they really brand like metal. They just like metal. I don't. I don't know what why that is, but it's Brandon. <laughs> People love metal. <laughs> if I lived
3: in Brandon. I would
0: listen oh, yeah? a lot. it. Yeah. I, I guess so. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, I guess whole, the backwards I guess metal thing. Is yeah, of, for sure. Yeah, so. I remember playing a show in Brandon and Toll crowd was like teenage metalheads. It's weird. No, yeah, it's like yeah. It's the, the thing out there. Yeah, and all the local bands on the bill were like ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. It's a
1: thing. Yeah. Um. So should we go back on the banana? Yeah, on the
0: banana theme. Yeah, I had something else. Um, I was gonna do. Uh, this is a song. Um, I'm gonna play next is by a band I really like, uh, the Aguilites. You oh artwork? yeah, they they're kind of like um, it's kind of like a throwback to reggae sort of vibe, yeah, and like you know late '60s sort of. Uh, I, 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 I it's funny
1: because like I I, I I know the name and the artwork, yeah. Because they have this tiger face artwork. They do on one of the records, yeah. yes, yeah. That is
0: uh, uh, that uh, that is what I recall. When yeah, you say that,
1: I, and I I remember a style, but I don't remember. What they sound
0: they're like. very good. Um, they have a really really heavy organ yeah, component. Cool. Like I mean, a lot of bands doing that style. Uh, you know, nowadays you have a Scott Band, you have a massive horn section, it's going to be like 20 guys. And I was in a Scott Band in the 90s, we had 10 people or whatever. But well, Army? Oh, yeah, right. yeah, so, fine, yeah. Yeah, everyone did at one point or another. <laughs> but um, I was definitely at the first few Scalaweens. Yeah, we played the first few Scalaweens. Yeah, so, yeah, that was something I was at. But, um, like, the Agri-Lights is pretty tight, it's like guitar, bass, drums, organ. Cool, cool. Which is like, a, you know, a very tight unit. The organ mm-hmm. is a really heavy component. Um, I like them already. I mean, I've been listening to them for a few years, but uh, the way this song comes up is kind of funny. I, I have kids, so I watch a lot of kids shows. and um, yeah. the show Gabba Gabba has a lot of uh, like they have a music break pretory episode, and there'll be some band doing like a kids style song. Yeah, uh, but the band they all play in their own style, like I mean, uh, and the Agri-Lights showed up on an episode, which was really cool. It turns out the guy who does the show who like the showrunner who does some of the characters and stuff, uh, he's in the band The Aquabats yeah and so like they have a lot of a lot of ska and reggae things the Aquabats don't play ska anymore but throughout the show there will be little little it's just a kind of sesame Street dish right there's the puppets and there's the guys in the costumes and then there's animated bits and everything and there's a lot of just kind of background music that's very ska and reggae influenced yeah. so they're obviously into that and they had the agri on the show and the agri did this amazing song called banana and so that was the first thing that came to mind when this theme came up, and it's awesome, and I mean, I we're going to listen to the version that was on, I'm not sure if they recorded it elsewhere, i found videos of them on YouTube playing it live at like adult shows, not at yeah. kids shows, but it works perfectly for kids, so the ver- this is the version that aired on Yoga Gabba Gabba, so you hear some like, you know, children's puppets talking That's at the sweet. beginning, but uh, it's awesome, I mean, it's, it's very ridiculous, it's about bananas and how great they are, and uh, yeah, Diagonalites the are, are a cool band, and it's a cool they are, song. They are good
2: music fringe show is on
0: here they are with an
1: old-time classic banana the agralites
0: That was Banana by the agri from uh, Yo Gabba Gabba, which is a, a good kid show. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of terrible kid's shows, and that one is uh, pretty Oh, Well, we were just
1: talking about that other one, yeah. the Pancake Mountain one, which is like people from Discord Records. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Show. Yeah, it's like they're, a, them and their friends all with children wanting to make fun children's TV. Yeah. And they always have like good musical guests and then like random skits with people who like like, you never know what Brendan Canty's gonna show, up, right? Right. Like as a character, yeah, the skits and stuff like that, or like Henry Rollins or something. Oh, really? Like that? Yeah. Like that. It's pretty funny. That all happens like very regularly. Yeah, it. yeah.
0: I think that's what happens though, is that people who are, I mean, because kids shows used to be made by like the, the way kids shows, just like everything else, happens now. Like anyone can do it, right? Yeah. So you get
1: people who are doing, like, Beethoven Buckley.
0: Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah.
1: yeah. was just two people with hands up
0: puppets. Yeah Hands and up. it was awesome. As yeah. a kid yeah, I loved it. It, it was it's, amazing. Yeah. It, it yeah. that was a long lasting yeah. show. Yeah. For sure. But this thing this yoga Gabba everything that like, they've they have like touring musical. I don't know if I don't know if it's still a thing anymore. I think it was only a couple seasons but they played like big big mega music festivals and stuff like with these and cuz I think a lot of stoners watch it. I think yeah. it has this I mean you know, the the music is definitely aimed at the parents as well as the kids, right? Yeah. And I think there's an audience of people who don't even have kids who are into it because it's really trippy and there's, like, these crazy puppets dancing around and stuff, right? Yeah. So, it's yeah, it's just weird. It's weird how that's all kind of meshed. Because, like, when I was a kid, I don't think any of the cartoons I was into were really aimed at my parents. You know what I mean? I, I think that maybe that's there was... True. That's There were that. certain jokes on sh- some shows that were maybe a little bit over my head, but it wasn't, like... Most things,
1: like... I, I, most things that came out as a kid when when I was a kid were meant either... Like, it just seemed like there was nothing considering the parents at all. It was just
0: sell out two figures or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: And then anything involving the parents at all was automatically, like, like a very... Like innuendo
0: based. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. For sure. So, yeah. but now I think kids shows. Well, like that when you're talking about it's totally. I mean, you know, people yeah. who grew up listening to like DC hardcore are going to be super into it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, you, I want to hear it. Now. You, you, <laughs> yeah, you now. yeah. You yeah, never yeah. know who listened to that stuff. For sure. Yeah. They were in their twenties. For sure. Well, they all have kids now, right? I mean, yeah. yeah so
1: it's not an uncommon thing. No. Yeah.
0: So I don't know, but uh, it's uh, it's cool to see. I mean, I did not expect that. We're watching Yo Gabba Gabba, and all of a sudden, holy crap, the Agri-Lights are on TV, you know. Yeah. And my kids run around singing this song all the time now, and it's like. Well, you never
1: know like. Apparently, kids just like. When, I've I've never experienced this. I've seen videos of it, but um, with like Ramones beats. Oh yeah. Like Ramones. Oh songs. for sure. Kids yeah. just apparently just like lose their yeah. shit to it. Yeah. And like, well, kids like, will dance to anything, right? But if it's yeah, if it's like, catchy if it's and if it's something catchy and simple, yeah. it's just even more so. Yeah. Like. You think about how.
0: Yeah. That like. Yeah, I don't know if the kid's going to want to hear some technical prog thing, right? They're going to want to, or like, you know... Something no, exactly, really, like, like... That's not going to do anything for them. Like, some guy kid, wanking for 20 yeah. minutes on guitar is not going to yeah.
1: make... Kids, kids know what's lame, I and... Mean, yeah, a lot of adults pissed. don't. For sure, you can yeah, you can
0: like I have one. I like where, a lot of pro rock,
1: but I know it's a sort of lie. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I know that I know that it's lame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's made for someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know sure. that it's something children make fun of. Yeah, and that
0: is with a good cause, right? Yeah, yeah, even though I like it, yeah, but yeah. uh yeah, I, I used it's, to, it's a natural part of yeah. aging. Yeah, I had like a Liking time things you
1: used to make fun yeah, of for sure.
0: Yeah. I had a time where I listened to a lot of jazz fusion when I was like in my early twenties. I have no idea why I did this, but like now I can't even I can't even deal with it anymore. But there was yeah, like this it's a period ball game. of just like why was I listening to so much fusion? It was like it's not it's not good. It's like it's a twenty minute electric violin solo. You know? <laughs> don't need that. But yeah, something like this. I mean, that song is very simple. It's very repetitive. It's awesome, but it's super upbeat. Yeah. And catch. I mean, I you know I have a one year old, uh, and I can if she dances to something, it's pretty much a sign that it's good. Yeah. Because you know, she's not going to dance to like the twenty minute. Violin it's like solo, that, is. that.
1: That then inspiring someone. Did
0: yeah yeah for sure and it's yeah and so said
1: there's a physical reaction going on for right? sure yeah it's pretty cool and it's
0: very genuine because the kid's not going to be like trying to do it to be cool it's true sure, they're doing it like, just because Because it's, it's awesome so for sure yeah, yeah. So, so so yeah um, which is a pretty neat thing it is it is really cool so I, I don't know that's something, something to aspire to I guess for people in bands to like do the kid test and if kids are going to dance to it then it's probably going to be uh, I played
1: my band for my nephew once and he yeah wasn't, he wasn't too into
0: it yeah I don't think any of my bands were really gone over no. too well with my kids but.
1: Uh, um. In terms of banana
0: Yeah we we, we we do have one more song Before we get to that We're going to do our little like rundown. Oh yes yeah. So uh, Pop Crimes If people want to hear them I mean I know you said There's no more shows For the rest of the year That people can go to We but, never know There might be But if someone wants to Look you guys up On the internet what, What's the uh, um? www.popcrimes.bandcamp.com
3: Okay
1: All of Everything that we have Released Except for the tour tape Is up there if you want the tour tape, you can email us at popcrimes at gmail.com. Cool. Or you can email bonzerrecords at gmail.com or get a hold of a hold of me personally. It's not hard to find me. Um, my name does, is Kevin Strain.
0: Does Bonzer have a website as well?
1: Um, yes, we do have a band camp. It's okay. bonzerrecords at com. That's where you can download that, the, the stuff I've put out so far. Cool. Um, but yeah, no, um, and there is some copies of the tour tape left, and enough to go around for the people who would want it, so if you are interested in that, speak up, and I will get it to you. Cool. Um, and then I
0: guess the other stuff is probably available at some physical stores too, right? I mean, I know I bought- Yeah, at, a uh,
1: Music Trader. Yeah. Um, I keep them stocked personally. Okay. Um, Into the Music has some stuff, I believe. Um, Mass Deadening has some stuff. Right. And then I've and there's a bunch of cities where I've left stuff, um, specifically out east. I have okay um, in Canada.
0: That's worth um, mentioning too, because not every, I mean it's easy to assume that everyone listening is in Winnipeg, but that's not always the case. So yeah, yeah, like assume.
1: you 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 never know. But there's a bunch of stores in um, Toronto and eastward awesome. that have our stuff, like the main record stores you would go to in those cities. Cool. I dropped them off there. But, um, and also Ebullition records in the States and the Weird Canada, or Ebullition distribution in the States and the Weird Canada
0: Ebullition, what is that? Because I have some records that I, that I'm pretty sure are on that label. Oh yeah. That I don't really know what no, Ebullition videos. was, um,
1: they are a label, but they are also mainly a distribution where you, if you've released a record with a catalog number, yeah um, you can send your records to them and they... And, for a set wholesale price, and then they pay you once those records have sold. Oh, cool! So it is, and if you want to buy from them, you have to do a hundred dollar minimum order. Okay. So essentially, there are people who sell records to small time middlemen, or middle people, and hmm. um, then so like some like for instance, somebody in Winnipeg, like Mass Deadening. Yeah. Would, well, a distro, right? Yeah. 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 Like uh, the, like Mass Deadening, the great Winnipeg distro. Yeah would order records from Ebullition. Like I've ordered records from <laughs> Ebullition just to have like, just because like as a touring band with seven inches, it's always good to have a stack of different seven inches. Yeah. People just come to your table to look through them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So like I ordered a stack of seven inches from them one time and it was like $100 and I got like a bunch of stuff from them. Cool. But um, no, they're like, a, they've been active for a long time and they've been like refining their technique. And kept up with the trends and stuff cool. like that, and um, but no, they're sweet. Cool, but yeah, so far most of my stuff is available those
0: means. Well, but the internet you, is probably the main way people get. Yeah, like internet. basically,
1: if you Google it, the the way of buying it would come up. Awesome. So, but okay. Monza records and pop crimes, it'd probably be me shipping them so cool Yeah, I do a lot of that
0: <laughs> yeah it sounds like you're, you're into the whole every aspect of the the record making yeah and well selling and... yeah exactly well
1: it's, it's worthwhile to learn That's yeah for think. sure yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: yeah awesome okay well if people want to hear more episodes of our show they can go to Uh there's a list of all the previous 100 and whatever episodes are all there for free download and streaming uh, you can hear us on Monday nights at 11 o'clock on 101.5 UMFM and you can also find us on, we're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. And the links to all of that is on the Witch Please page. And we're also part of the uh, Garbage Hill Network, which is a network of local podcasts. Oh, yeah. um, all different topics. Like I think we're the only... Well, there's a couple of music shows, actually. But it's you know, all, all different kinds of stuff. And the idea is to just sort of cross-promote uh, local DIY radio. So, so if anyone is doing a podcast or wants to do a podcast, then you go to garbagehillnetwork.com. Check it out. There should be some contact info there. And like we want to put your show on the network. Uh, really, all it is is like a hub. You know, we click on the website. Here's like five or six or seven or like the, different shows. If I were to get, in,
1: uh, but I'm going to talk about this yeah. because I want more sure. clarity for folks. Sure. Sure. But if if Pop Crimes were to want to get on multiple radio shows, this is how we function. We hit up people when we meet them, um, and it seems to work. So do that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but if we were to want to get on multiple podcasts, would we get in touch with you?
0: That's a good. That, I don't uh, think that's happened yet. I mean, the, the would, network is be very. be like, new,
1: hey, we want to do a few interviews? Can you hook us up with a few different interviews? I think that
0: would work out pretty well, actually. Yeah. that hasn't happened yet because it's only been a couple months. This has been a thing. This garbage hill thing. This garbage hill thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the thing is too that not all the shows are music shows. Like one of them is a wrestling show. Uh, you know it's all different kinds of stuff so oh yeah I mean I don't know if you guys have anything in connection with the wrestling show but, but maybe no but
1: um, topic change yeah um, but not too much but right right in terms of wrestling do you know Joe Workington
0: yeah of course yeah.
1: yeah he's become a wrestler are you serious
0: yeah I need to get him on my podcast
1: yeah you know he's like full out doing his like like He's in the beginning stages of a wrestling career. That's right? fantastic. Yeah, that dude is amazing. We
0: actually had a professional wrestler on our show. Oh yeah. Outlaw oh. uh, Adam Knight. I don't know. He's uh, he's been doing it in Canada and like Japan and stuff for like uh, I don't know, almost twenty years I think. Yeah. And uh, I I just knew him from uh, from college actually. Yeah. And like so we got him on and talked about how you become a like a wrestler. It was interesting. I mean I'm not a wrestling fan but it was. Cool. Well no it's crazy because like Joe's in violent
1: and Archie Gathis. Yeah, like, right, right. You watch their um tour videos. And yeah, on, like far off places. Yeah, and like this is like a dude who's arisen from wrestling culture. Of yeah, the streets of yeah. Winnipeg. Yeah, 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 for sure. Which is like that's like, that's that's something. But like you watch videos of him and he like he looks like a, like a big fucking wrestler that's on awesome. stage. That's That's awesome. But
0: yeah, no, just
1: in terms of like wrestling that's,
0: yeah that's yeah. cool so yeah, yeah I don't know I mean I don't know if that show would want to talk to pop crimes but I mean the idea yeah. is that for sure the idea is <laughs> Like, yeah. it, it's still in its infancy I mean and um, I think there's a lot of potential for more people to do this like podcast I mean we're sitting in your apartment right now
1: yeah. with a little recorder and we're making a podcast this is how like, most this is, this is this is probably how most NPR interviews happen probably right
0: yeah I mean it's just it, it, you is don't it, know where it's happening it's just half of them
1: are just the grandmas talking
0: Totally. How do you think that happens? Totally. Yeah. So, One of these things. But yeah, so okay. the, the idea behind the whole garbage show thing is like, you know, we have our show, uh, Couch Surfing is on there, um, a yeah. bunch of other shows, and it's like, the idea is just you go there because you hear us and you want to hear more more music. Oh, hang on. There's a wrestling show. Hey, this is a show about pop culture. There's this and this. Yeah. And it's just get more people listening to more podcasts and more people doing them because it's it's like, it's easy. It's fun. and it's oh, cool. It's a way of expressing yourself that you don't necessarily need to have. A lot of money invested in equipment or anything like that to do, and you can just, you know, when I was a kid, I used to record radio shows all the time with my friends just on cassette, and we would never go anywhere because it was just us messing around. I used to do a radio show on CKUW, actually. Well, there you go. And this, I mean, this show is also on UMFM, and there's tons of shows. Oh, this is a UMFM show, too? It is, as well, yeah. Monday nights, 11 o'clock. Oh sweet. So uh yeah, so I mean people can hear this uh, this episode, it'll be a few months later. But shout,
1: uh, shout out to Jared Matikia.
0: Jared was on our show a few weeks ago. Actually. Oh yeah. We did a live uh, once a year we do a live show and Jared's a live, live live on air show and yeah. Jared was there. So Oh Jared Jared's an awesome dude. Yeah, awesome dude. He's been a big supporter of programs For sure, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we've got one more song left to go. Yeah. So what, what do you think? No, so, um, in
1: terms of the um, bananas. Yeah. I uh this is a band called the Nubs. Okay. And Essentially, in terms of bananas, there's two ways that I can say this, and the one that I'll I'll say is absolutely bananas how good this band band (laughs) is, and um, they were very much like the Killed by Death compilations type band, like one to arise from that, and they had a song called Job that I think is on Killed by Death four or five, and it's um, this awesome song where it's just like basically telling everything related to work just telling it off but um that was their main song this is a band called the nubs and that song was called job it's like hey mom hey dad shove your job and stuff like that um but this song i'm i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna go with the immature innuendo route and it's a song actually about masturbation um it's a song called i don't need you by the nubs and yes it is a song about bananas via innuendo. Right. right. But I'm going to play it.
0: Cool. Yeah, it's a good tune, though. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Please uh, check out whichplease.com and listen to Pop